it's great to see so many visitors and I know there's some just all the way from Holland, just the Holland delegation, stand up, the Dutch, all the Dutch, wow. But, oh yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not doing, we're not doing, a, it's just great and if you're from somewhere else and I've not spoken to you, just, you are equally welcome, everyone's equal, <laughs> equally welcome but just nice to see people from different nations joining us, it's just a wonderful time, sad to see some people not here. Where are Charles and Tanya? Not here? Well, we'll let them off because the good news is, is that Tanya had a baby on Monday. A baby boy called Seth. Um, so, that's good, Seth. And they're still picking some other names for the baby, apparently. But he was seven pounds something. Okay, uh, uh, and Seth was born on Monday. And we're really great. It's wonderful, isn't it, when babies start being born. Children, do you remember when you were babies? No, you don't, do you? <laughs> but um, bringing the children in now. <laughs> but do you know what? There was a time we sang, you know, we sang our songs, our carols, which we've done now, our carols of rejoicing on the fact that Christ our Saviour is born. Way, way back many, many centuries ago, not long after the Bible began, way back in the land of Canaan, lived the people of Israel, and they had been taken into exile, been taken by a foreign army, whipped and beaten and given a highly hard time. And they were desperate for a saviour to somebody to come and rescue them. And they needed a rescuer. And along came a man called Isaiah. This is 700 years before Jesus is born. Along came a man called Isaiah, and he brought to them something of God's word and he said to this and you can read it in Isaiah 9 verse 7 he said for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder all the power all the authority and his name will be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace and of the increase of his government and of his peace, there will be no end. Can any of the children tell me who Isaiah, 700 years before he was born, who was Isaiah talking about? Always the answer. <laughs> Always the answer. Jesus. He was talking about Jesus. And he was talking about a child being born, a son being given. And today we've been singing and celebrating about that, that Jesus born. Later on, Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 54, he brought a word to people as a nation, the nation of Israel who'd been struggling and having a difficult time. Can you imagine, just imagine for a minute, children, when you're wanting, well, I don't know what you think you might be getting as Christmas presents tomorrow, but just imagine you were really, really, adults you can join in too, you really, really want something desperately. You're desperate for something and you really, really want it, but it just doesn't seem to be coming. And then, this is what Isaiah prophesied, because it was like, you know, back in Bible times, you can read about it, people, women especially, women who didn't um, have children, who were what we call barren, they didn't have children, couldn't have children, they were uh, under such shame and, and they felt really bad about themselves and, and they felt really bad about it. But you know what, Isaiah comes and prophesies and this he says to them, he says in Isaiah 54, he says to the nation, he says this, sing, O barren woman. 
You who have had no children will have more children than the woman who isn't married. That, hang on, there's something. Here's a promise of God. You're going to have children. And what should the person do who's been given the promise? What should they do? They should sing. Have they got the baby yet? No, but they should sing before they've got the baby. Before they've got the promise, they start to sing. We read, um, you know, in, uh, at the beginning, Andy read that passage where the angel Gabriel comes to a woman who hasn't got any children, who isn't even married, and comes to Mary, and he comes to her, and the angel comes to her and brings a word from God, brings a message from God. You know what? You, every single boy and girl, every adult in this room, we can always hear what God is speaking to us. You know, God loves us and Jesus came so that we could be able to hear what God is speaking to us. And you can hear what God is speaking to you. You know, some people, when they're reading their Bibles, they read their Bibles and it's as if the words suddenly jump out to them. And, and here's all the written word of God. And suddenly, a word, has anybody had that experience? You suddenly find the word becomes not just a word that you're reading because it's what you've got to read in your Bible today. But it becomes a living now, fresh word, freshly spoken, a proceeding word, a word coming from God's mouth. It suddenly comes to you and you think, wow, God has spoken to me. Do you know, boys and girls, you can hear God speaking to you when you read your Bibles. You know, adults, you can read your Bible and you can know that God is suddenly speaking to you. And you feel maybe a burning in your heart. You think, wow, this isn't just any Bible passage I'm reading. Something has God is speaking to me here. Or it might be that when somebody's preaching here on a Sunday or wherever you are in whichever church community you're in and somebody's preaching the word of God, you suddenly find, wow, hang on, this isn't just a preacher preaching. This is God speaking to me. And even that word becomes a living now word for you to hear and to act upon. So, there's all sorts of ways. Sometimes you can be just at home listening to a worship CD, listening to music playing, and suddenly it becomes, wow, God's speaking to me. I'm feeling something in my heart. Children, do you ever feel that in your heart? Maybe a burning sensation, something happening, and you think, wow, God is speaking to me. Do you know, if there's one thing I want you to remember today, it's that God speaks. God speaks. And back then, God spoke to Mary through the angel Gabriel coming along to in front of her and telling you're favoured and this is what's going to happen. You're going to have a baby boy who's going to be the saviour of the world. God spoke to Mary through an angel. Do you know we were praying in a prayer meeting here a few weeks ago for God to speak to us more and more. But we were praying, Lord, why not? If it happened in the Bible, it can happen today. I know a few a year or so ago, Rian, who now leads the Withenshaw community, had, saw angels in this room when we were worshipping God. I didn't see them, but she saw them. Um, we, I know Nicole and others have seen you know, angels when they've been children. Angels come and, and visit them and speak to them. Um, angels are real. There's some bits of Christmas we have to be careful about, but angels are real. Um, angels are very real. And, and, and do you know... Um, John Batchelor, just stand up, John, a second. Here's John Batchelor. Give him a round of applause. This is his first Sunday back for a while. John had cancer of the stomach, and 
John was uh, taken into hospital and we prayed for him that the cancer would be removed completely. It was. And they even said to him, the latest news, just a couple of days old, is that John doesn't even have to have chemotherapy. They're just so satisfied. But when John came up from his operation, there was a man in the bed opposite him who said to John, John, there was something strange. I've never seen anything like this. When you came up, there were all lights, like different colored lights, like stars, all around your bed. Do you know, we were praying that we would see angels more. I say, you say, those were stars, Dave. Not you know, in the book of Revelation, which we've just finished a week or so ago, the stars represent, that, in the vision that John has, the star represent the angels. Anyway, whatever way, thanks John, thanks John, whatever way God speaks to you, you know there's something for you to do. God says to the barren woman, you're going to have a child, what should you do? She sings. Um, you know, for Mary, what does Mary have to do? Mary starts singing, it's just a few verses, you've got all of Mary's song. And it's called the Magnificat, Mary's song in Luke chapter 1. Mary hears God speak to her and she sings. So I want to say to you children, do you know, when God speaks to you, and to the adults as well, when God speaks to you, you can do something straight away. When God gives you a promise, you can rejoice, you can be happy, you can get really happy and sing before you've even seen it happen. Why? Because... Paul writes in Corinthians that all his promises, all God's promises are yes. And so we can utter an amen. So thank you, Ted. That's it. Amen. Say it again, Ted. Say it again in the microphone. Amen. Amen. Ted's got it. Why not all the children now? So God, give, just think of something some good thing that God has promised us. Let's just all think together. Think of some good thing that God has promised us. What can we do? We can say, Amen. Amen. We can say it because God's promised. Now, so if God speaks, we can do something and we can receive what God has promised to us. Um, you know, I, I want us to, um, you know, understand this. And I'm going to get the children to help us here because... I'm going to say to the children, I'm going to give three children a promise, okay? And I want to see what the children do when I give them a promise, all right? I, I'm playing the part of God, all right? It's a little bit of a now. I, mean, I thought of getting Philippa to do it. I thought she'd be good at that. Uh, anyway, let's have, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to pick three children. So let's have, give us your name. Eli. Eli, Marcus, Marcus, Olivia. Stand up. Eli, Marcus and Olivia. These are my three children. Now, Yvonne, stand up please. There's Yvonne. Everyone turn and look at Yvonne. I'm, I'm going to give you a promise, all right? I promise Eli, Marcus and Olivia, if you go to Yvonne now, she's got a Christmas present for you. Get happy. Get happy. <laughs> I've just given you a promise. Amen. Amen. Well, yeah, if you go to her now, she's got the... Go, go. I did wonder if this would work. Come back. Hold your presence up for everyone. Isn't that great? 
Isn't that great? Could you see that happen? Did you see that happen? That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. What's, what's go- Can I just interrupt? No? Well, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to interrupt. I, I just... <laughs> just I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I, just, I want to interrupt just for a moment, if that's okay. Um, I want to choose another three children. Is that okay? And I want you to... Um, have, did you hear the promise Dave said? Do you remember? I want you to do the same thing. So let me choose three children. Okay, one. What's your name? Femi. Femi and... Shamal. Shamal, Femi, Shamal and... Teddy. Teddy. Right, you three, stand up. (laughs) Remember the promise that Dave said? Go to who? Yvonne. Can you stand, Yvonne? Thank you. And um, what was the promise? Can you remember? There is, there's something underneath, there's something Yvonne has for you. So if you want to, do you want to go and follow that promise? Do you want to? Yeah, go for it. Go on. There you go. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm really sorry, but I'm playing the part of God here. And Daniel, all he did was report back a word I'd spoken. You see, it wasn't one of my freshly spoken words, so I'm really sorry you didn't get a freshly spoken word. And you acted too late. You missed it. However, however, don't, 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 please don't cry. However, however, stand up, Peter. Peter, if you go to Peter... He has something for you. Yeah. Do it one more time. Yeah. Now. Just don't open those. Now, you see, why are we talking about this when we're talking about Christmas? In the story, in Luke 1.37, the angel Gabriel comes along. And Mary asks, how can it be? And this is what the angel says to Mary. The angel says, nothing, in the Bible we read it as nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing's impossible. What's impossible for God? Nothing. Nothing will be impossible for God. If you look at it, the, the New Testament was written in Greek, children. If you look at it in the Greek language, <laughs> look at it in the Greek language, you actually discover literally it's no rhema. No spoken word of God will be impossible. And it doesn't actually say nothing will be impossible. It says whatever God speaks and we listen to it and it's a word that God gives us, something that we hear freshly spoken. As we say, wow, God's spoken to me. I'm a barren woman and he says, sing, oh barren woman, you're going to have more children than the married woman. (gasps) I start to sing, joy to the world. (laughs) Um, You know, whatever God says to us, It's possible because God would be really, really cruel if he told you to go to Yvonne and get chocolates and there was nothing there for you, right? But when God speaks and it's a freshly spoken word and we start to respond to it, something happens. That's why we can rejoice. Um, Do you know what? There's another example of that. We read about 
when the walls of the, when they were rebuilding uh, Jerusalem, they found the law, the written law of God, what was like their Bible. And Ezra and Nehemiah begin to read the word of God to the people. And the people have never heard it before that generation. And they're hearing it for the first time. And they all start to cry and be really sad because they're hearing the word of God. But it's coming to them in a fresh way. And what does Ezra and Nehemiah do? They say, don't weep, don't cry. What you need to do now is to go and eat fat and drink sweet wine. Have a party because you're hearing the word of God. And I want to say to us this morning, you know, Christmas Day is tomorrow. Have a party because God is speaking to us as a church community. We can celebrate. We can drink sweet wine. We can eat fat. We can have a party. We can celebrate because God is a God who speaks to us. Let me try just one more time with three more children, um, three more volunteers. Um, <laughs> Three more volunteers. Where are you? Come on, let's have, let's have the end three here. So we've got... Oh, no, no, we've had... Joseph. Joseph. Ayo. Ayo. Tammy. Tammy. Joseph, Ayo and Tammy. You haven't even got far to go. If you go to Norman now, you'll find he's got something for you. That's a freshly spoken word. You could get happy. That's, that's, that, that, don't look worried. I don't know whether this was a good idea. It was worth a try. But look how happy they are. So, you know, we, we got three. So I just, I really feel like I want to interrupt again, Dave. I just, all right, I thought you were to do it again. Uh, uh, all right. No, got, no, don't interrupt, don't interrupt this time. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. I asked him to do it, but no, sorry. Um, okay, so, so what do we do? When God speaks to us, we can start to be singing, celebrating, rejoicing, because his promises are so, so true. But to hear him speak to us, it's no good just reading your Bible. It's no good just coming on a Sunday. It's no good just listening to worship CDs. We have to be a people who have our hearts wide open. It's no good coming here and people bringing prophetic word and carrying on getting things ready, getting the offering ready or whatever. We have to be people who are sensitive, who are so close to him that we know when he's speaking to us. You see, it's that from the place of intimacy, from the place of closeness to him, that we get become fruitful people and we receive something of his promises. There are so many promises of God hanging all over us at the moment. And we have to tune our ears in and say, Lord Jesus, I want you to speak to me by your Holy Spirit. And as you speak, I'm going to act because I know that your promises are yes and amen. So it means sing, O barren woman. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, says Mary. Uh, Eat the fat and drink sweet wine, say the people of Israel during the time of Nehemiah and Israel. We can celebrate now because of what God's going to do in 2018, what God's going to give us a happy Christmas festivity time. We are going to celebrate Christmas. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a wonderful time because God is a God who speaks to us and we're going to be a people who say, yes, no rhema word, no freshly spoken word of God is impossible because the word itself carries the power to accomplish that word. So whatever God says to us, we are able to do because God is a good job and we're going to celebrate now all that God does. Amen? So let's uh, carry on 
rejoicing in God and fantastic. So give the children a round of So proud, so proud of our children. They do so well, don't they? Oh, yeah, Philip has just reminded me, just in case you wonder, children, uh, if you go to Lydia while we sing the first song, this is a freshly spoken word from Lydia. If you've not yet had a chocolate, all of you here, you get something if you go to Lydia now. There we go. Thank you, Philippa, for reminding me about that.